When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. McFarland, McFarland Energy, thanks so much for sponsoring uh, the Bradford Show. And there's no person I'd rather have on right now than the guy who is a new father, is a newly uh, newly minted second contract guy with the Red Sox. Is it that official, Rob, or no? Is that? Is... Uh, I think it's um, officially unofficial or unofficially official. Whatever, uh, one of those. But yeah. Um, yeah, some uh, some congrats texts of the exchange. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's seems, that's official. In, in the court, like of, in the like court of in the court of law, if people congratulate. And by the way, how did you know I was talking about the contract? I, I assume that you're saying that the the parenting is official. You had a little daughter, so congratulations. Yes. That yes, is official. That is official. Uh, like we were talking about a little bit earlier. Um, did the month uh, month visit with the pediatrician. So all good there. Or, uh, you know, very blessed, very tired, um, but uh, very, very happy. Very, uh, very happy. Let me t- let me tell you, Rob. As have someone with three kids, I can say, like a good contract, every day is a gift with a with a young child. It's, wow, it's one and the same. I mean, and you know what? The difference is, one contract runs out, the other doesn't. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, my wife just got back from like an errand and she wanted an hour to herself. She wanted to run an errand. Both kids were sleeping. Uh, yeah. You know, when we were talking earlier, we we're trying to find a good time to do this. Um, and I was like, Oh yeah, an hour, you know, what could go wrong? And boy, some things went wrong in that hour. Let's just say that. So is this okay? Hearing, Are we okay? Are we good? Oh, oh, oh I, I'm just, I'm worried about my right ear uh, with, with, uh, the volume of screaming that was in my right ear. So, uh, but no, it's all good. Okay. It's all good. And uh, I'm just happy to give my, my wife a little bit of a break. All right. Well, listen, uh, it, that's what the off season's for. It's for uh, getting some good rest, catching up with the family, especially you can sort of, even though like you didn't get a chance to do the whole October baseball thing. Well, other than five days, you know, the whole October baseball thing. Still, yes. the, the, the fact is, is that you had a great year. And um, and again, I want to congratulate you sincerely for the year and also for the contract, man. Like that's a big deal. Like this is this is you you've, you you made your mark, and now I think people are recognizing it. So congratulations. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, uh, my wife and I don't take anything for granted in this game. Um, you know, uh, just how much she's had to travel over the years and things like that, and how much she's had to go through with, uh, you know, packing things up, moving, uh, logistics. So, uh, you know, definitely uh, the past couple of days we've been really enjoying it. Um, you know, and once it becomes, you know, official and, and, and we sign some things and I'm sure we'll, we'll enjoy a nice glass of wine, a, you know, big uh, tall bourbon and then kind of, you know, reminisce over, you know, the past couple of years. But, um, you know, just in this moment, just very, very, you know, humbled and just, uh, you know, thankful, honestly, this, the, the game of baseball is, you know, it's, it's a uh, cliche, but it's, um, you know, I look around and 
Um, you know, I see my kids and my wife and, um, you know, I met my wife at, uh, Arizona, um, you know, and obviously I played baseball there. So baseball has given me, um, you know, pretty much everything that I see around me. So it's, it's pretty cool. By the way, you just hit on the big three wine, bourbon, and reminiscing. That's what baseball is. That's the yeah, is, is that what the podcast is? Uh, it could be. I mean, if, if 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 we have to change the name of it, wine, bourbon, and reminiscing, I think that would there be a good one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sounds like people uh, people would be slurred by the end of it. Um, well, I can tell you stories about some of the podcasts we've done, especially in Fort Myers. But anyway, oh, um, I bet. <laughs> uh, so when when you know, I think that, like you said, congratulations goes out because you made your mark. And so when the Red Sox call you to sort of get this done, it must, I mean, that must've felt good. There's different levels of feeling good, different levels of satisfaction, but that must've been a, a level, uh, one of the most important ones, which is, wow, you know, they do value me. They do see what I want, what I, what I brought to the team. And cause you never know. I mean, year ends, you never know what's going to happen. Did, was that sort of a cathartic experience for you a little bit? Um, yeah. So, I mean, if some of your listeners don't know, you know, uh, you guys are in the clubhouse, um, you know, every day, um, homestands, you know, road trips, sometimes you guys make the trip and, um, you know, at the end of last year, um, you know, you, you personally, you know, I talked to some of you guys and, you know, you know, some of the writers like, oh man, like, you know, you expecting you back next year, you know, things like that. And, and really you're, you're hopeful, right? Like I, for me, I was, I was very hopeful. Um, you know, my family loved the city of Boston. Uh, it was a great fit from the start. Um, you know, the players are great. Everyone, top to bottom, it's, you know, it really is a world-class organization. And, you know, kind of being a journeyman, you, you see a lot of different organizations. And, uh, you know, sometimes you're treated differently. And not not to say it's a bad way. It's just, you know, different. Every organization is different. And, um, you know, yeah. So I was very hopeful at the end. But um, like I alluded to before, it's, you know, uh nothing's really, really promised. And, you know, I don't take anything for granted. So yeah, when we started, you know, getting a little bit more serious this past week, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely very exciting and, um, you know, some, 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 uh, I guess territory that I haven't been in. Um, so, um, yeah. Well, do, um, well, do tell, I mean, like, I, I like, I like to learn about what it's like to live in the uncharted territory. So definitely, you- uh, yeah. So yeah. What do you want to know? No, just tell me, tell me what it's like. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, 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 after the world series, you know, um, you know, you start talking to your agent a little bit more and things like that. And I've been with my agency from, you know, 2011, 12. Um, so it's, it's nice just having guys who believed in you from the start and, and, you know, just, um, getting to a moment and um, I guess this part of your career and, and be able to share that with, you know, agents who've been there from the very start and seeing you as a kid kind of thing. And um, be, yeah, yeah um, you know, after the world series and uh, they've been talking to Heim a little bit. So uh, yeah. And you, you try not to stare at your phone when it gets closer and things like that. <laughs> and, uh, but um, yeah, once it started getting a little bit more serious, um, you know, I, I was really, you know, just trying to enjoy the moment with my wife and, and yeah, but um, it, it still diff- feels a little, it still feels a little surreal to be honest. I mean, if, if, if yeah, if uh, I'm gonna be completely honest, so it's uh, you know, there's so much uh uncertainty during this time of the year with with my career the past couple of years. So to have it 
uh, not finalized, but just, you know, to have a little bit, a clearer picture in November, it's, uh, it's definitely odd, but, um, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a nice feeling. Well, I mean, you, you talk about staring at your phone. Tell me the difference of the feeling of staring at your phone like last year compared to this year. Obviously- oh, you never want to get, uh, you never really want to get unknown phone numbers. Let's just say that as a journeyman. Um, I, you know, <laughs> you can ask uh, a lot of, you know, players that have been in my position before via the unknown phone calls around this time of the year. It's uh, usually a DFA or, uh, you know, see you later kind of thing. Thanks for. Thanks for all your, your uh, contribution, kind of things like that. So, um, yeah, when you get familiar phone numbers and and uh, you know texts um, that you recognize, it's uh, it's, it's a lot better. <laughs> see, that, see, that's exactly what I was talking about. Like little things, like you don't want to get unknown phone numbers. You know, that's that's something that you should put on the bumper sticker. So you should tell the young players, like when you get to this point, you only want to get numbers that you have locked into your phone. Definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, unknown phone numbers. Uh, that's a DFA coming for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this it was, it was like you said, you, you made your mark on, on the Red Sox in that clubhouse. And uh, I mean, I knew, I think I've, I may have told you this. I knew that you were going places and that you were going to get this deal. The minute I saw you reading a newspaper for a half hour by the pool. So I, <laughs> I, I, I knew that I knew that you were you were you were a, a different, you know, of a different elk. You were you you had what it took because that takes <laughs> patience. That. that takes patience, that takes concentration, and that takes an outside the box thinking, which is to pick up a newspaper. Think about it. There I am you, you may be I said this to you before, you may be the only major leaguer I have seen. I mean, forget about ten years ago. Certainly in the last <laughs> couple that have actually read a newspaper for more than for more than 15 minutes. Congratulations. I saw you do that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing if I'm the only one uh, you've seen. No, it's good. (laughs) Um, No, I, I guess it's a kind of a nostalgia thing. You know, I, I grew up with, uh, my dad worked really, really hard growing up. He's still, he's still doing some, uh, some work, but, um, he's, he's kind of retired, but you know, uh, it's weird, uh, as I'm getting older, um, you know, my dad worked really hard and, um, some of the only times we got in the morning where like we, he'd read the, you know, the, the morning newspaper and we eat a little breakfast and then he'd come home and we'd play until, you know, the sun went down and then, um, you know, I'd have dinner and then kind of do the, the all over again. So we do that five days a week. And then on the weekends, uh, it would slow down a little bit, play some sports and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm super close with, with my, my parents and my family. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Every time I pick up a newspaper, I kind of, you know, you smell some coffee and you smell, uh, well, you just think about, you know, good moments with, uh, with your, with your old man. And, and, uh, it's a nice way to slow down, you know, um, it's a nice way to, I guess, ground yourself and we're always on our phone. Right. Well, we, talk, uh, I think all- we, t- we, I think we had that conversation. I, it was brief about, you know, I think I told you what Brett Phillips said, which was if everybody, you know, took 10 minutes to sign autographs, you know, like it, how it would grow the game. And, and you know, I've spent a lot of this year doing my other project, the Baseballs and Boring Project, of, of hearing that same thing about slowing everything down. Uh, nobody wants to slow everything down, but if you take the time to slow stuff down, like you just talked about, like that's that's going to be more impactful than whatever instant gratification you have. And that's what baseball is, right? I mean, that's what it is. 
definitely. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, Phillips has a great point, you know, just trying to slow down and, and connect with, um, you know, moments or connect with fans. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's kind of what makes us human. Right. So, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, were you were you able to do that at Fenway? Like this, so this is you, you've played obviously in some iconic parks as a home player. I mean, it, yeah. at, at Fenway, were you able to sort of now, and also by the way, the fact that you were playing well, probably helps but were you able to do that to sort of okay you know this is pretty cool this is pretty cool yeah um you make some good points with um you know ever since i had my son in uh, 21 things have things have slowed down a, a lot um just enjoying enjoying small moments but yeah like uh you know the background of my wife's phone is is my son and his green jumper next to the green monster. Right. Um, and yeah, I just have so many great memories of, of last year, just, um, you know, raising my son in that ballpark and, and things like that. So, um, did you switch something? Uh, oh, there you go. I got you now. I got you. Got now. you. Uh, yeah. yeah. Probably my hand was on the volume. Um, sorry. sorry. I'm getting phone calls left and right from uh, unknown numbers. So I don't know if that's anything. <laughs> um, oh, after, no, that's, that's okay. Now it's okay. Now. Yeah. yeah um, but yeah, just uh, slowing down and enjoying those those moments with my son last year, and um, yeah, it was it was definitely pretty special. And um, you know, uh, we have a couple of Boston Red Sox, you know, books and and things like that. I think he really really knows who who Rice and Eckersley are. So um, when when you went into last year and you, you feel good about things, did you feel like that was? not a make or break year, but you know, maybe the most important year that you had because you, you're feeling good about things. You're getting this opportunity and uh, you're getting it with a team that, you know, is supposed to be pretty good. So did you feel like, okay, this is my chance. This is my chance. Or was it just one day at a time? Cliche. That's a great question. Um, um, you know, my, my first uh, minor league deal was my wife and I were talking about it um, in 2019 and um, having a couple buddies in similar situations. Uh, you, you, I guess you always talk about anytime you sign a minor league deal, it, it kind of feels like a make or break year in the sense of like um, you, you're one of the more expensive minor league guys. Um, and you know, if you're not performing, um, most of the time, you know, what's, what's the point of paying somebody to not perform in AAA kind of things. And you always have to outperform the league if you, if you want to get a real shot. Um, um, and you're, you're always kind of based off your track record, which you, sh which you should be. Um, so I guess ever since 2019, it's kind of felt like a make or break, like, you have to perform very, very well in AAA. You have to get a little bit lucky, um, and then in the big leagues, you, you. I, I mean, if if we're going to be honest, most of the time you're just insurance in the big leagues. You know, you're filling in for somebody who's hurt. Um, you know, something hasn't gone exactly the way the front office has planned um, in in the big leagues. So you're either there to fill a specific role, a platoon role. Um, if you're really, really young and you're just showing a bunch of upside, maybe you're getting a little bit longer leash and kind of an opportunity, or 
you know, it, it all varies, but mo- most of the time you're kind of just, you know, filling in until somebody's healthy enough. And then, you know, who knows what happens if you have options, kind of things like that. So, uh, um, but, you know, ever since I had my son, it was, uh, you know, you, you before that I, I would focus so much more on my, you know, everything felt make or break kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. you, once you have, uh, you know, a kid or, you know, your family, it just, you know, he doesn't really care if I'm a great baseball player. He just wants me to be around <laughs> and be, you know, as great as dad as possible and as uh, present as possible. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's easy kind of separating those things, those things. And um, yeah, you know, to, I guess hopefully that answered your question. No, it did. <laughs> so was there, you know, and, and you, you do well in spring training. And you do well when you came up, but like you said, it's sort of, sort of this still like, oh, am I going to go up and down? Am I going to, whatever it's going to be. Was there a moment where you felt, or maybe someone said something to you that it just stuck that you said, okay, you know what? I'm being looked at a different way. I'm not looked at as the up and down my, my league deal type of guy. I'm being looked at as a guy who is, is being counted on as a very, if not every day, almost every day contributor. Was there something that somebody said or a moment that happened, a game that happened that that fit that bill? Yeah, I can't remember a specific moment, but um, I 100% uh, think that, you know, Haim and uh, AC Cora are, are, are the best in the business at, you know, just having an open line of communication. Um, and yeah, I mean, Heim was uh, very, from the very beginning of the offseason last year to the last, you know, couple days. You know, Heim, I, I, I don't know how he does it. I mean, he must be on his phone constantly because, uh, you know, he had a great line of communication between my agency and, and myself. But, uh, you know, always keeping me in the loop of how they felt about me. You know, things uh, um, I was doing well, things I could improve on, um, you know, just being just having you know good conversations and um just being super uh I, I guess super honest you know in the best way possible so um uh, there was a certain time when uh I, I can't remember the specific game or but it was uh early on Hyman I had a conversation and uh I think core and I and and then the rest of the coaching staff and uh, you know kind of just hey like you're here um kind of just do your thing and you know, um, you're part of this and here we go. So, um, but yeah, I, I can't say, I guess enough good things about Haim and AC, you know, they, they really set the example. So this is another great lesson also to, you know, you're working, you're working, you're working. And I remember you saying you made a, a, an adjustment a couple of years ago, a year ago. And then it's one thing people make adjustments all the time, but, you know, and we hear this a lot, to be honest with you, Rob, is is like we go into spring training. And, oh, I made this adjustment. I worked on this. And you're like, OK. And then it ends up in the same place for you. It ended up in a place where like, holy crap, like this is translating to some really, really crazy numbers, some really good stuff. I mean, to you, I guess what I'm asking is that can you look at this and say to a guy said, don't stop looking for the thing that is make it gonna click because for me, I found it. And I'm not saying you always want to get better, but I found it and and this is what happened. Uh, that's a that's a great question. Um 
Yeah, I, I guess uh, early on in my career, uh, you know, you were in AAA and uh, you would be playing and then you get to the big leagues and sometimes you felt like you had to do a little bit more, right? You had to, you know, expand on your game just because it's the highest level. Um, but uh, mechanically, you know, I had a lot of deficiencies in my swing and they, they got exposed and uh, some of the adjustments I was trying to make, uh, you know, really backfired. You know, some of the things that I was able to do early on in my career, I wasn't able to do and then I, I got worse. Um, and I think you see the, that, and uh, reflected in my numbers in, you know, especially in 17 and 18. Um, and I was really, really lost of trying to figure out what type of ball player I wanted to be. But yeah, you, um, you know, last year with the twin or two years ago, I guess, or a year ago with the twins, um, you know, I had some spurts of like, hey, like I, I think I've found um, some things in my swing that I really like and I wanted to build upon them. Um, you know, I hit lefties, I controlled lefties, you know, having competitive bats, um, you know, all right in, in 21. And, but I was really, really bad against right-handers. I didn't slug. I didn't do much damage. I was basically just, a, you know, a body in the box, I'd like to say. <laughs> um, so I, I went to – I live in Arizona. I went to driveline. Um, and, uh, you know, I looked at some things that I, I was, you know – okay with and then and things I was really bad with and you know just try to tinker and and things like that and I think it uh driveline creates a great environment to to work on things um and with driveline there's a lot of pitch I think they're really really known for their their pitching right Mm -hmm. um pitching development and with that there comes a lot of you know there's a lot of people training there in Seattle and Arizona now so you have the opportunity to to test yourself against some of the best arms early on before spring training and and really see if those adjustments are going to work or hey i should scrap that and i should really you know focus on some other things so uh you know in january and even in early february we were still tinkering and even in spring training i, I was you know kind of tinkering and then you know obviously you, you build a little bit of a relationship with the hitting coaches and with fatsy and things like that and you just keep you keep you know pushing the limit and 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 training uncomfortably and um yeah i mean if i would have just kept training comfortably you know i'd probably be out of baseball and and, then you know looking for you know the next yeah i guess career the well it's it's uh and then it took off i mean if they had to because people like this like they, they they like to get like one thing that you did because then we can go back and like oh you did this look at your elbow yeah. was higher your elbow was lower and i remember I had this conversation with JD the last week of the season. And it's like, yeah, I found something on the flight back from Toronto, right? And like, okay, yeah. now now you have to tell me what it is. Yeah, it's complicated. I don't mind if it's complicated. Just and he, it wasn't that complicated. So what I'm asking you is, if you had to say, if you had to show people, someone say, I did this. And I'm not saying this is the be all end all, but pick one thing that you did that sort of translated into feeling more comfortable and getting better results yeah i guess in a nutshell um mechanically um i had no my my sequencing was 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 really off and my hands would stop so it was a very just one piece kind of crashy swing um 
So ideally for me now, I'd like to gather together, um, I guess, you know, the, the main, you know, guy that a lot of guys looking at is, is, is Barry Bonds esque, right? Like the mm-hmm. Pittsburgh pirates, even Barry Bonds where, you know, everything would kind of tuck and gather together. Like you're, you're, you're doing a little bit of a crunch. And then as you move towards center field or the pitcher, um, you know, uh, your, your upper half or your, your hands, your, your lat are moving away from the pitcher as your, you know, your lower half is starting to, you know, go towards the baseball. So it's, it's just the, the whole sequencing of the body. And, um, you know, you look at some of the, the, the normal size baseball guys who are hitting 30, 25, 35 home runs. And they you know, their sequencing is just, incredible you know you look at Mookie Betts you know guys like that Altuve um yeah that, those are some of the guys I, I've looked at and yeah I mean so th- those were big things I, I really changed with Minnesota but learning how to control them a little bit better in the offseason then you know Fatsy does a great job of um, you know teaching how to just stay inside the baseball that whole cliche but mm-hmm. to be able to hit same side spin and same side pitchers you you really have to learn how to you know stay inside the baseball and Fatsy really helped me understand that concept even more this year with my with my lower half and um so yeah just trying to sequence my body a little bit better and um I've always been with I guess blessed um with um not expanding outside of the strike zone too much swinging outside of the strike zone uh, for whatever it is so I was just trying to match that with you know just moving your body a little bit better and and mechanically so my mechanics were awful early on in my career you know and um not out of, you know, um, an effort to, to try to get it better. Um, but just, they, they just weren't very good. And then you would, as a, um, I guess going through the whole bench role platooning, you have a lot of time to tinker with things. And sometimes that's not the, that's not the greatest answer, but, um, but yeah, um, you know, a lot of credit to, to the Boston Red Sox hitting staff. I, I don't think I can give them enough credit. And then the guys at driveline, you know, for sure. You know, I, I when you're talking, I'm thinking of the slow motion replays from the World Series, right? You know, so one of the things Houston did was they did a good job of putting the ball in play. You know, yeah. you, and, and I, you know, I don't know if you like look at a guy like Bregman or like are these guys that were like really short, like this the sequencing what you're talking about, like this that's what jumps to mind. And maybe it's because we get a lot more slow motion replays in the World Series, so we can see it. You know, but I, I I don't know if you look at it the same way or not, or if you're if you if you're if your babies are screaming, you're like, ah, no, who won um, the World Series? <laughs> yeah, so I guess, um, so are you just talking about watching? No, I'm just you know, talking about like you know when you're watching, you get because as the season's going, you're playing, you're yeah, you're, you're doing, and like like, and I know that you're like got a little bit of frenetic frenetic life right now. But still, like when you sit down and watch these guys in the postseason, like everyone's striving for the same stuff, man. You know, like you said, like everyone wants the results Mookie Betts get. Well, there's a reason. Yeah. You know, or, so it's uh hitting is an amazing thing. Um for you know, fans of your podcast, it's uh it's crazy. Uh the further you get away from playing, like you know, I, I forgot what my last game was, but then you watch some postseason games and sometimes you watch balls right down the middle and, and 
uh, you're like, oh man, <laughs> why isn't he swinging? <laughs> or like, uh, you know, he's fouling something off and you're just like, you forget how beautifully twisted it is to try to hit a baseball. And you just forget how amazing these pitchers are right now. It's, uh, I mean, I wish there was like a, a, a fantastic uh, simulator that fans could, could go in and just appreciate how incredibly athletic and, and good these guys are. And they don't take any time off now. They take, you know, maybe two weeks off. And, uh, you know, I'm at the facility up in, in Scottsdale and Driveline and, these guys are just working. Everyone's just working. Like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a great, amazing thing to watch. And uh, yeah, the, the, the further you get away from the batter's box, the, the easier it looks, but it's just, it's, uh, no, you just gotta be And the beautifully, you know, twisted thing about hitting is sometimes it's very, very natural for people. Some people have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. Then there's other guys who have to watch video, and, and and just be constantly you know on top of it and you know it, it was a it was a real treat watching a guy like jd martinez go about his business and you know bogarts and devers and story and kike and just you know i could go on and on but just watching these guys who have you know success in the regular season postseason just the way they go about their their business and i'm a huge cage rat um i um Rather than being in the clubhouse on my phone, I'll, I'll just, you know, kind of poke my head in there. And for the fans, there's there's only one tunnel underneath Fenway. Just being one of the, you know, the 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 space just isn't there for, and, you know, all these new ballparks. They have, you know, two tunnels for, for the the home team. So um, time is very, very limited. You got to make it make it count. But um, you can go in there and watch, you know, these amazing hitters go about the process. And you just try to learn a little bit from them. You know, a guy that jumps to mind is the guy who might win the MVP. And you saw you saw Aaron Judge early. You came up in the minors with him. You roomed with him. So you saw like his evolution. And then when you watch him this year, obviously it, it, when he was the guy when he got up to the be- the plate, you're like, how in the world do you ever get this guy out? And there's always a couple guys. But I would imagine you have a great perspective of that of him because you saw that evolution, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, where do you start with uh, with a guy like him? You know, he his first year, he, he struggled, you know, big time um, um, statistically. And, um, you know, he, he goes out and, and works his tail off and, um, you know, makes some adjustments. And, you know, now he's, you know, a free agent and, you know, he's going to, you know, get a big time contract and he deserves it. Right. And, um, He's, no, not getting, I mean, he's not getting a lot of unlisted phone numbers. No, no. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, his, his agents are, his agents are for sure. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. About, about all sorts of different things. But yeah, like you said, um, he's one of those guys where it, it didn't come as natural. Um, and he, he, he worked so hard to get where he is and, um, you know, definitely not natural for him. He, he, he's a student of his swing uh, I know he's got a you know a great hitting coach that he trusts, and um, yeah, it's, it's been special to watch from up close and now afar. And uh, yeah, I, I think people really don't appreciate enough the the little adjustments he makes, series to series, a bat to a bat, and um, yeah, it's 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 really special. So it's uh, it's cool to watch. Were you um, 
knowing him like you do, were you uh, surprised or not surprised? You know, the, as someone goes through a contract year in New York like he did, you have to have a mindset be able to produce. Like knowing his personality, you know, you have to have a strong personality. You have to be self-confident, but he seems like a nice guy, so it's not like a bad self-confidence. Like, are you surprised or not surprised that he was able to do what he did under not only a microscope of New York, but under the microscope of what was probably the most scrutinized year, a contract year in the history of baseball? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great question. Um, obviously, I've never been in a position like that, but just to from afar to look at that, you know, to kind of think about and, and talk about um, everything you just you know, it's crazy. Said, it's crazy. Uh, home run race, you know, home run records. Yeah. I mean, statistically it'll be it, it, one of the top, whatever seasons in all of baseball. It's incredible. Um, and I, I, I talked to a couple writers about it. The amazing thing is right. Like, uh, you know, numbers and, and, you know, analytical team, you know, the, the whole coaching staff, everyone is very, very focused on, uh, you know, Aaron Judge, right? How to get him out. Um, we're going to throw our Garrett Whitlock. We're going to throw our best arms, the yeah. highest leverage arms. Um, you know, rarely is Aaron going to see a starting pitcher three times. Um, he's he's, he's going to see the best of the best, and he put up those numbers. So that's it's truly special. It's something I think, um, uh, you know, hopefully we, we really take <laughs> – a second to really appreciate that the greatness of that season. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think he's confident because of the work he puts in. Mm, I mean, good point. Um, so I think he was confident in the work he's put in, um, and how much time and energy he puts into his body. And, um, and then he's, he's very, very ground. I mean, um, he's got a great, his parents are fantastic. Um, you know, his wife's fantastic. He's got a great support system. So, um, yeah, I mean, everyone says he, he took a bet on himself, but I mean, he, he's got a great, you know, group of people around him. And, um, you know, I, I think I would be confident too with how much work he puts in, you know, and it's, it's really quiet work. You know, you don't hear people talking about it. He doesn't post about it. He doesn't, he's just, you know, he, he goes out his process and, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty cool. Yeah, but is he messy in the in the in, on the road? That's you know, it's it's yeah. <laughs> no, the, no. <laughs> the, the fact. Listen, it's it's you bet. Forget about Aaron Judge's year. You know, the fact is, is like everyone goes through pressure in baseball. You went through your own pressure this year, and and you came out on the other side, and you came out in a good place, and that's. And it's it, it really is something, man. Like it is something. It's a I, I said it before about this, like showing young players about uh, if you make this adjustment, stay with it, it might see results. But it's more than that. It's everything. It's the it's the mindset, it's the 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 intent, it's everything. And I'm I'm here, I'm building you up, I'm getting you fired up for the season, right? But yeah, uh, but you I mean you deserve credit. I mean, and I mean it. Like the fact is that you got to this point, you got recognition from the team. Um, that's a credit to you. And I hope that I hope that you got you know two seconds between the the wine, the what is it, the, the bourbon, and the, yeah. and the and the and the reminiscing. 
but it's but you deserve a lot you deserve a lot of credit that's not easy to do like it's not easy to do i get it well yeah i mean yeah you're 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 trying to juice me up and let's uh, go it's really november (laughs) now it's good um no i i uh you know surrounding yourself with with really a good support team and my support team is my family and but um you know i i a lot of credit goes to Red Sox, right? I think, I think baseball players are creatures of habit, and uh, you like knowing where you stand and in, in your role and the ways you can improve, the ways that um, you know things that you do well. And uh, you know, I think the Red Sox really, really helped me with that, and just understanding myself as a whole, and not trying to be more than than I need to be, or you know. Um, so yeah, you know, a lot of credit to the Red Sox, but, uh, you know, a lot of credit to the, the players around me too. Uh, I think it's a great environment, um, for guys who want to develop as players still. I mean, I think sometimes you get to the big leagues and some players just, you know, I got to the big leagues. Um, you know, I'm going to, you know, do the same routines, do the same thing. And, um, you know, I, I think I, I surrounded myself with a bunch of guys that are always, you know, searching to, um, you know, how to get better. And, um, you know, I'm, I've, I've already started hitting with Kike here in, 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 uh, in, in Dahlbeck and, and, um, you know, just watching him go about his business. And, uh, were you, you know, there I, when I Kike was, was throwing, they saw him like with all these contraptions on the other day. Hitting. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Kike has been flying all over, you know, the U S you know, doing, you know, some special things and just trying to, you know, get better and, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's cool seeing somebody that driven um you know i was going to start off a little bit slow just um you know doing doing the physical therapy working out things like that i've already been doing but i was going to start off slow in the sense of you know hitting you know three times a week and i, do, I don't have much discipline when i stay to a number of swings it's just kind of uh i'm i'm a definite one more guy if i if I, if I don't end you know the way i'd like to so i wanted to do you know three days a week and I think Kike is already going every single day, so it's a, uh, it's a, it's a good, it's a, it's a great place to be. Just in with him and and, and Bobby and and just you know, you know, just just competing in the best way possible, and it's been fun. And um, it's it's only early November, but it's 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 good to be around guys that you know want to get better. And um, Kike Kike is definitely one of those guys. Well, now that see, now that I get you fired up and the heart rate's racing, I want you to grab a bat. And don't just go to any case. Don't go to driveline. I want, I'll give you the address. Maybe you've already been there. Knock on this guy's door. His name's Dustin Bedroya. He has his, he has a hidden co- cage in his house. And this, I'm here to hit lasers. All right. He doesn't live far from you. He doesn't live. Have you ever been there? Bedroya compound? Oh, I heard, uh, I heard you have to go through a moat and, uh, you got to, you know, some security guards and things like that. And, uh, no, I only saw, you know, uh, Pedroia through some FaceTimes and uh I won't repeat some of the, the language he used on those on those but man he's a he's a gem, right? I mean I can see why the he's, city of Boston loves him, but he has his own hitting cage and in listen, I have might be a different I, area code or zip or something. I heard it's uh it's quite a compound he's got. Uh, I heard it's, it's pretty hey, special. Listen, this this is all you need to know. Seven Christmas trees. Seven Christmas wow. trees. So wow. it's yeah. Uh, and I heard it. I heard he'll let you know too. Oh, oh listen, we had him. We had him on the podcast, and he uh, he's. We were talking about the Jeter doc, 
And it's like, I was so fired up. I immediately went in my cage and I started hitting lasers. If, if I had a, a two healthy knees, I'd be leading the league and hitting right now. And, and by the way, which I can envision all of that, having been at his house, been in that heading cage. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, if, if we want to talk about an unbelievably great swing. Yeah. Just look at freaking Dustin Pedroia's, you know, side. I mean, the way he would stay behind a baseball, like, I mean, he was so narrow and he would gain so much ground. And like the way, I mean, it was the thing of beauty, like watching Dustin Pedroia video. I mean, I've watched a lot. I've, I've watched more Dustin Pedroia video than I'd like to admit, but that guy, that guy freaking short to a baseball, just compact, just never gave it a battle. I mean, just, but just, but you know what it was, things. Rob? You know, a big part of it was hand, hand eye. Like hand-eye coordination, he I'm, I cannot confirm or deny that he beat me twenty-one to three in ping pong, but that shows <laughs> you that shows you. But he his hand-eye coordination was so crazy good. His mom was a tennis player, which you know it's I don't know if there's yeah. any correlation, but it was crazy good. But you talk about being short to a baseball, he never would get beat on a high fastball ever, 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 ever. Yeah, and uh, it's interesting that you watch his swing though, because I can see some of that in there. So there you go. Yeah, I'm, I, I really, um, you know, if I don't have the ability to talk to somebody, you know, one-on-one about their process or like some of the feels and stuff, I, I mean, as a viewer or if, you know, somebody who's interested in hitting, uh, you really pay attention to on-deck swings and really pay attention to in-between pitches, what what their feels are and what they're, you know, uh and, you know, Dustin Pedroia is really, really sticks out, right? You know, the hands close to his face, um, that that short kind of like half swing that he does. Um, you know, you'd love to hear why, like why those were some of his feels, right? But, I mean, you you were front row to, to it, not missing, you know, a high fastball. And it's, um, you know, just staying, you know, clearly looks like he was trying to stay above the baseball and, you know, you know, work above it, um, and, and just be, you know, short to, to the ball probably. But, um, yeah, I know it's, it was a real treat, you know, just, just being a Boston Red Sox, you just, you know, there's countless videos of, you know, like him and Manny and Ortiz and just like, it's, 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 uh, it's a definitely a special place to be. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, as soon as this is over, I'm selling him this video and he's going to lower the drawbridge and you're going to run over with a bat. In this game. I, I almost don't. I almost don't want to. I don't feel like my hands could take the, the amount of <laughs> abuse. I don't think I, you could get me out of that cage if he started, you know, doing his Dustin Majora thing and talking about his swing and stuff like that. I mean, I, just, I love it. The dollback yeah, goes yeah. over there. Dollback goes over there. So there you go. The two of you. There you go. Yeah. But. Yeah. Maybe maybe throw in Kike and get Trevor to fly from from Texas so I can. So. uh you know, it's an even amount of swimming, so we're not killing ourselves. Oh, but yeah, man. that'd be a good reality show. Um, all right, man. Well, I'll let, I know you, you got the family there, so I appreciate everything and uh, really happy for you. And I'm looking forward to uh, now you're going to jumpstart on a house in Fort Myers, too. So, congratulations. That's good stuff. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it. Sounds good.